0: We're live on the car, sim, and race driver show and a special introduction from Valerio Gallo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> hey, guys.
0: Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I have to say this is the best show I could ever possibly think could ever happen. We have the magnificent seven. Here on our show tonight, we have Mikhail Hazal, Mike Rogers Racing, Kirith Cart, Valerio Gallo, (laughs) Baptiste Beauvoir, and Deadeye Delboy. What an incredible lineup. Um, Welcome to you all, and thank you very much for coming on the show. Now, as it's the Christmas special, I thought we have to turn this thing on its head and see, right, let's get started with some funny questions. Now, so I'm opening up the, the questions to everyone in the chat. So whatever you're watching from across the globe, put your questions in capitals, and I will do my best to ask those questions to the relevant um, guests that we have here. But we also have, I've also been saying to the guys here, you can ask each other questions. And I think this is where it could get very interesting. Um, now, I know that Valerio and Michelle and, Michael and uh, but are very good friends and have lots of uh, 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 lots of, of banter. so perhaps um, we should ask Mikhail first. what question would you like to ask Valerio?
2: <laughs> okay,
3: here's
0: the first question, okay Valerio. All
3: right. yeah, I'm here. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I am good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you. Grazie. Grazie, grazie.
0: Okay, maybe I should ask the questions. Okay, then. You know, have the fun. Now, the other thing is, of course, just seven seven nights ago, uh, Valerio, um, you were in an incredible uh, place. You were at the FIA awards ceremony. Now, oh.
3: what well. was it like? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, what was it like? What were the highlights of that um, I mean, guys, it's like the start of a magic for me because uh, I've never been like <laughs> in such a context before. So uh, for me, even the first time, like wearing some elegant clothing, you know? So for <laughs> such a important ceremony. And yeah, what can I say? I mean, everything was uh so magic was so beautiful and obviously i wanna still uh i would, would like to still uh celebrate but yeah it was just an instant uh that i had to leave. but i hope for uh next occasions uh of course and and yeah i want to still thank everybody who put their efforts to make it live because uh, considering the last year wasn't possible for the COVID, obviously. So this year it was possible and, yeah, it was already a pleasure and also a honor to be there. And yeah, what can I say? It was such, such a beautiful show.
0: Fantastic. And what was the, 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 the highlight other than receiving that award? Um, I know you are saying you were trying to see Max Verstappen. Um, I mean, was, did it seem a little bit surreal? When you were there and to see all these stars of motorsport and you had you had won your right to be there as well and um, what I mean, what what was like the most uh kind of exciting moment of the night
3: well let's say um obviously for me as a like i saw i like i grow watching the guys since i was a child and and so obviously the f1 drivers who are the most relevant uh guys of uh, of the let's say of the FIA in general in general and um, yeah obviously you see Max Verstappen you obviously uh, there wasn't Lewis uh, at the show otherwise probably we could have also had uh opportunity to meet him but also let's say Valtteri and yeah unfortunately there wasn't so many guys attending the the show but yeah you still had so many important members from the FIA, like uh, Stefano Domenicali, who I had the po- opportunity to talk to, and also Jean Todd, who who's uh, leaving the role of FIA president. And for me, it was let's say the highlight of the show because he's been such a like a such a an element for the uh, F1, uh, considering his uh, career in the. A Ferrari team as a team principal, and also for giving his contribution to the World FIA. So, yeah, he's uh, such a nice person. It's it's sad to see him leaving, but of course, it's uh, it's it's a matter of time in the end. So, um, and I wanna still thank everybody, every member of, of uh, I met, <laughs> because it was pretty hard uh, to try meet everybody. So. Yeah. But yeah I, I recall probably the moment with uh, let's say Jean Todd or the like the tribute to the FIE legends as well mm-hmm. uh, so so yeah I think that's was like the most um, special moment for me of the of the show fantastic now mm-hmm. I was gonna um, ask you Keith because um,
0: you've raced with a lot of these guys before, um, and and so I know you've seen your videos with with um, with these with been racing in different lobbies in GT Sport. And um, what would you like to ask any one of our guests here on the show?
5: Yeah, so I've, I've raced the same lobbies, but as I was saying in our pre-race chat, I kind of I'm not really playing the same game because I'm nowhere near as fast. So the question I have really is, I think, and also maybe for a lot of people watching, we we race at a much lower standard than all you guys do. Um, and I was watching, I don't know if anyone's seen it, there was an interview that Max Verstappen did with David Coulthard and Jos Verstappen um, the day after he won the championship. And there's a bit where he talks about sim racing. So Coulthard asked him, what do you do to relax? And he said, I don't relax, I do sim racing. And he says, I really enjoy doing sim racing because the guys that I race in sim racing, and he mentioned that like, other team redline drivers, are of a higher standard. So he's very confident and quick in a real world car. But when he gets to sim racing, these guys do it all the time. And he, he does a sim racing to constantly challenge himself. He, he finds a higher bar in sim racing. So kind of everyone is right at the top. Whereas in sim racing, he has to push himself to get faster. So you guys are right at the top in GT sport. I want to know, how do you push yourself? How do you push each other? Is it a case that you really look at each other's kind of, um, ghosts and you see what people are doing at certain corners? Is it more like, you know, you really maximize where you can get to with the game and it's more about racecraft? Because for people like us watching, there's so many levels above us. We're not at the pinnacle. So what's it like at the pinnacle? How do you improve? How do you push each other? Because even people like Matt for are saying, they look up to people like you because you are are the fastest people in the world. You are aliens. So how do you improve?
1: By Mikkel, I guess. We have a great teacher (laughs) here. Yeah, (laughs) as for myself, I personally, Learn, uh, learn a lot of things from uh, Mikel. It was
3: uh... well same for me. So <laughs> I mean, it's, he's been my main inspiration for through all these times. So uh, wh- why do you look like that? Like I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing something true. It's, it's the it's the trap, like. <laughs> You don't have to look okay. at me like that. <laughs> okay, well, Mika, what,
5: what's it like to have all these people look, looking up to you? Like, you're kind of like a godfather of GT Sports sim racing. What's that like for you? Well, do, do, just... you take, do you take... Well, you must be really happy when Valeria wins the, the championship because it's like, you know, he's been looking up to you as like, almost like a protege or something. It's, how does that feel? Well,
2: of course I feel honored uh, when I hear, like one of the fastest players in the world, like, saying that to me. But in the end, I'm just 22 years old, so I want to enjoy my youth and not feeling like a granddad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, what is it? I mean, for myself, it's also, like, the same. Um, in order to be fast, you always need to drive, I guess, the fastest players um, all the time, so that you can always see, like, what, what is it, at which area you're still lacking compared to the others. and once you're trying to analyze the driving, then you can basically try to analyze it and then try to use it for yourself. And once you did that, yeah, you can always like try to optimize your results and then try to achieve the best out of possible in the end, in my opinion. But yeah, it's also like the same here. Like um, I'm also like part of team Redline. So I can also, what I said, um, chat with the other guys as well. And also see Max Verstappen and the other iRacing squad like always like talking to each other once they're like trying to prepare themselves for a special event uh and for me it's also like pretty amazing to see it like for us fans we are like oh during this weekend there's like a formal one race going on but let's say just right before a session is about to start or once a session is over He's is always like chatting with the iRacing squad, like trying to help them as much as possible. And for me, that's really fascinating to see it because if I was a Formula One driver, I would try to what is it, focus on myself, try to be what is it, um, in my own room, try to relax and clearing out my mind. But he, um, yeah, he still like tries to help us, and he has my um, a lot of respect for me, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Now, Dead Eye Boy, you're looking very relaxed there in your in your rig. Yeah. What question would you like to put to any one of our great guests here as well?
4: I know, I know, I'm spoiled for choice, um, but I, I, I do actually have a question It has been, it's been something I've, I never thought I would actually get to ask the actual person involved. Um, but here we are. Might as well shoot my shot um, because. I'm not, not just into sim racing. I'm a massive sports fan and really just because of competition. So if it was like, put two snails down, I want to try and pick a winner um, that it's, you know, and I want to beat somebody at it. I might not win, but I just love the com- competition. So that's what kind of draws me into things. So sim racing is perfect for that. You can do it from your, your home and it's so competitive. Now, I really got into watching GT sport the world finals um when I seen Mikhail race against Igor Fraga because it was it was a real battle it was a head to head this it, it felt like something was on the line um, that was the first sort of time I thought sim racing can be like that Can actually you can just be watching it you know at home and it it, it was like proper sports um now there was an incident um, between Mikhail and Igor Fraga in a very important race. And the aftermath of it, they got interviewed and they just, you know, you could tell Mikhail wasn't particularly happy with what had happened. Um, I think most people in the chat will probably remember it was there was an incident where um, uh, Igor Fraga decided to let off the brakes, and... Um, at a very high-speed part of um almost causing a major incident, but it, it worked in his favour. Now, afterwards, Mikel understandably wasn't happy. I was sitting in the house watching this, absolutely raging. It felt like the Max Lewis situation, it felt like an injustice had been done, <laughs> me being a Lewis fan. Um, it just felt like something like that. Now, I want to know, Mikel... What happened after the camera stopped rolling between you and Fraga? Did you talk again? Did you speak? Have you made up since? Uh, is everything good now? Or is there still that little bit of, you know, just some unfinished business there?
2: Uh, oh, the famous New York incident. Uh, <laughs> uh. No, what can I say? Um the reason why I was really upset about the outcome of it was like um the thing is I couldn't go to the left-hand side because I if I went to the left-hand side I would have got a track limit penalty in game yeah. which I mm-hmm. could have never avoided from it. And you can't really go to the right-hand side after Oros because there's literally like grass or the barrier yeah. over there and then Yeah, of course, like, when I was driving, I was also, like, in the zone or so, also pretty focused there. And once he did that, I I didn't really expect him doing that, actually. So I was, of course, pretty emotional. Maybe (laughs) it has been shown in the stream. I don't know. (laughs) But um, the problem afterwards was, like, I had to save fuel, like, um, by a lot. Because I was already down by a lap, actually, and I didn't want to run out of fuel. So that's why I had to sacrifice my pace, that's a um the chance to overtake ego on track. So that's why I was also a little bit furious about it and also about the stewards mm-hmm. not telling us that this incident is going to be investigated. Mm-hmm. Like they only investigated it after we kinda like made yeah. it public that this yeah. kind of thing kinda happened. And yeah, of course, like I mean there were so many emotions going on in my head. Um, but after that, um, I wasn't really putting the blame on ego, I was actually putting the blame on myself because I was like, because of me not really practicing that much, this thing kind of happened because I was pretty always lazy to practice the strategies because I was always like, okay, there's only one strategy you can practice for and then just try to practice that but not even thinking about that there may be some other strategies as well. And, yeah, because of me always being like that, I lost the race, like, personally. And that's what I tried to avoid afterwards. But the next event was the Salzburg World event. So, I, of of course, I tried to speak to Ego there. And even before that, uh, there was also, like, some, how shall I say it, uh, some fan wars going on. <laughs> like, what you can see between the Verstappen and the Hamilton fans on Twitter. Yeah. And I also try to clear up that, hey guys, it's not really fair what you're doing there in social media. And there on Salzburg, I tried to speak with Eagle and then from there onwards, we are basically all good now. So what happened in the past is in the past and we could always try to learn from it. I mean, of course, like we're still like battling for the championship, for the title, but I always try to be um, all good with all the guys um outside of the track because of course all of our goal is to win the championship indian and i can respect that but yeah. i think for me personally outside of the track we should still be like all good you yeah. know yeah. And, yeah and yeah so we are basically <laughs> all good now <laughs> <That's great. laughs>
0: fantastic well it's great to get such an honest answer and don't worry yeah, i don't share that if you're watching um, I'm sure it's it's all it's all, it's all good here, but no, it's great because uh, hopefully with a sport like this, it, it is possible to be friends out with it all, isn't it? Even though it can get very frustrating and difficult at these kind of when these things happen. So, here's a question that is that will lighten up the mood. I'm sure. Um, one of the questions was from it was from Jerry, and he says, "What would you all like for Christmas? What would be on the Christmas list? It could be tech. It could be anything." I'll start with you, Kirith, What would you like?
5: I actually the christmas tree is back here i don't have any presents on the christmas tree it's getting late so i might not be getting anything but i don't mind I'm, I'm i'm really really grateful for you know this year and kind of you know the channel growing so much and you know making good friends and connecting more people like started with and blowing live streams stuff by doing a real one in terms of racing and online so i'm just very very grateful about it's been a it's been a great year for sim racing and It's been really cool to see on the GT side, you know, the World Tour stuff still happening, even through COVID and whatnot, and then they're making it happen. And we get the webcams now, so we can see the emotion, um, you know, during those key moments. And yeah, I'm just really grateful. If I had to choose something, um... oh yeah, I know what I want now, I want better internet, because I've recently moved, and my internet's now shocking. So I'll take that (laughs) from Santa, please. Take some 5G internet from Yeah.
0: Well that was yeah, it certainly helps, isn't it? Because internet's that's the that's the one thing that you need to be able to count on, especially in sim racing. Uh, now I'll go to Mike, Mike Rogers, because you've been waiting there very patiently in the background then with Dexter, it was was here. What would um what would you like for Christmas?
6: Um if I could take it away from sim racing for just a minute, a bit more of a personal note. Um I've spent the last few months um trying to find a house, trying to get a house together and move in with my fiance and uh yeah, just basically put down the fundamental building blocks of the next sort of 10, 15 years of my life, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we've uh, been very... I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't been on the sim much recently because of this. So, yeah, for Christmas, I would like the contracts to my new house signed, sealed and delivered. And then I would like to be able to start saving up to eventually marry my fiancé. Those are the two most important things in my life right now. So, yeah, to take it away from sim racing... That is what I would like. Nice and simple. Not much to ask for, is it? I've got the cash. Let's just let it happen. Yeah, yeah
0: that's <laughs> it. Well, I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure it will. And a good some good questions there. Good good requests. Now to yeah. Baptiste Beauvoir. Um, what would you like for Christmas?
1: I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: what you're gonna say. It's that trophy. You want that trophy from Valerio. Next year you want your name on it.
1: Ah, you mean this one? Yeah. <laughs> but I think this one is uh, from the Olympic Virtual Series, and it happened uh, only one time, actually. So uh, I don't know if uh, they're going to repeat it uh, one day. Let's see. But actually, about your question, I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't answer about that. Uh, we, I mean, we will see. We will see.
0: <laughs> and OK, then I'll,
3: I'll replace the, the question.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you want. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Do you have Too any, any pre- problems? Things? Just buy a baguette, and that's yeah, it. exactly.
0: That's <laughs> now, Valerio, um, what questions would you like to ask to um, to, to our guests here? Um, anything on mind that you that you've been liking that you've been wanting to say to them for a wee while?
3: Okay, so uh, what would you like for Christmas, Mick?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well. <laughs> As
2: I'm, as a race on the spot with off again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! Nah, but uh, as I'm not celebrating Christmas, um, right. there's actually nothing I want. So, hey, so but uh, I mean, right now it's a little bit busy for me as I have to kind of prepare myself for the examinations and also submit the assignments. So yeah. A little bit tough. Weeks coming ahead. (laughs) Well, I'm sure
0: you'll get that. You'll get those. You'll pass those exams with flying colours if if you put in the same effort as you do with your sim racing. Then I'm sure it won't be it won't be far away. um, (laughs) Now, one of the things I was going to say: How do you feel when you go into lobbies and or just go for a fundraise? Do you find that um, you're always you know there are any um, drivers perhaps that do give you a good battle? Or do you find that it that before long you're 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 getting up to the top again when you when you race, say online on a GT sports kind of daily race? Do you ever get a chance to do some daily races in your spare time? I'll put that to Valerio.
3: Ah, okay. Um, so well, um, actually, uh, let's say uh, when I have to consider the World Finals and all the you know World Series um races um yeah i didn't spend as much time as i wanted in, in the daily races i knew like some guys most of the guys uh were doing the for example the last to first challenges which is actually what i wanted to do as well but yeah just to have a little bit of um fun and relaxing time but yeah um, let's say this year probably uh, i had to still be focused um, so, yeah, I hope at least for GT7 to do that. But yeah, mm-hmm. in the end, I can say that um, when I was like in the past years uh, participating in the FIE, I was doing daily races much more. And yeah, let's say for me, it was, um, let's say it was a way to uh, start behaving with the other guys, because obviously, Uh, You can find many, many good guys and bad guys. So for me, it was like a test to be, um, like, to try adapt myself, to the other guys, to the the people I have around, and also to my driving style. Uh, So, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And and I did because uh, I learned a lot by staying on the track with other people because I could be uh, ready for every situation that could happen. And, and, yeah, let's say for this uh, year, I didn't do as many daily races, but I hope at least to do, um, yeah, new ones for GT7. And also, let's see how it's going to look like. Fantastic. Now, we've got a
0: very good question by Binnie, um here. He says, how many hours do you practice per uh, play per week? And I'll, I'll put that first to kieran actually. I'll ask you that first, then I'll come around to...
5: Just, just i thought really that's a really interesting answer because it 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 made me feel like we're kind of like almost sparring partners like boxers like prizefighter boxers they'll spar people in training and they'll kind of practice and beat up these people so it makes me feel good that when you when the you know you aliens are doing going from the back you're kind of sparring with us and we're trying our absolute best to race with you fairly and it's giving you practice which is kind of cool because maybe we're like contributing a little bit to kind of racecraft or difficult situations or whatnot we're not just like being absolutely slaughtered which is quite nice and how much do i practice i i don't really have the luxury practice and it's one of these things because i pretty much all the time i'm playing grand Turismo s4 i'm streaming so at most i'll have like 15 20 minutes before i go on the stream and i think that makes it more exciting for the viewers because they can see me progress during the course of a stream it's normally for about three hours you know that's like six daily races, and at the beginning, I might be rusty. But by the end, we you know we're battling for high positions. You might have a better quality sign. but I, I don't really get a lot of practice. And I think it might be one of the things that perhaps surprises you know some people watching is that I I don't think you know people at the higher end G sport actually really do a whole lot of practice. Actually, um, from the people I speak to, it's kind of once you have that base knowledge and skill, you don't you don't need to be constantly practicing. I find.
0: Ah, no, that's a good good answer, yeah. So, as you say, you don't have much time to practice, but um, when you do, you're, you're streaming it out live, so you're having to get kind to of learn as you go. But you're very, very quick. Um, so, so, no, it's, 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 uh, it's good to see not, you. Not,
5: to... Not, not relative to Michael and Valerio and Batiste, no. Not, not relatively. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Oh, it's, it's I'll go on to the next question. Now, here's a very good question from James Clark. He says, I want the 91 wins on GT Sport, but I'm struggling so I've been deliberately lowering my DR to make it easier. Am I a cheat? Mm. Good question.
4: Yes. If you PD
0: most that count. It just says James Clark. Right. Okay. So, but, um, but yes, it's, uh, it's a good question. That, and a, maybe a controversial one. What do you think, Mikhail? What do you think?
2: I mean, personally, I don't really know because I also used to, what is it, hunt for the trophies back then when I was little. So I can kind of like understand your point of view. So I mean, as long as you don't, what is it, um, crash into the other drivers or what is it? Um, nah, uh, making the race is bad. I think it's okay. I mean, as long as you get you 91 wins and get the trophy. I think that's okay, but after that, you should really try to improve on your driver rating and uh, be on the top split at uh, at one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's always the aim. Now, I'll I'll quickly go to um, Baptiste. Uh, um What would you like to see in Gran Turismo Seven? And I'm going to say to I open it up as well to the to, to all the, our other, um, distinguished guests as well as to Are you going to be in the new intro video on GT Seven? I wonder how many of you might actually be on that. Um, But to Baptiste, what would you like
1: to see in Gran Turismo 7? Uh, A lot of things, actually. A lot of things, because uh, if we take, for example, uh, GT6, uh, Polyphony had uh, some great idea uh, that they didn't uh, include in GT Sports, and uh, that's sad uh, to see that. And uh, personally, when I saw that they will do the game on the... PS4, too. I was not really happy because, obviously, that means um, we're gonna ha- not have the, the game that we want. Um, I mean, about the track, the cars, everything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, but what I want to to to, to, to see on the game first is, of course, a great online mode. First of all, I think it's really important for all the players, in, even in 2022. 20, Today, uh, we have to have a, a very good online mode with uh, more spots um, on the track. Actually, we can only race, again, uh, 20 players, which is not enough, uh, in my opinion. I would like, for example, to have the same than, uh Assetto Corsa, uh 40 mm. that will be awesome and uh a great meteor of course uh for doing some uh, very fun uh, endurance race with, with uh, some guys some people some friends that will be awesome because that's that is exactly what what uh, we cannot see on gt sport uh, actually uh, we can only do a two hours race i think and it's over mm. um, and, yeah, I'm really focused about the online mode first of all, not the, the, the carrier mode or something like that. But uh, the, the carrier mode is, uh, of course, very important for all the players because uh, GT7 for me is a nostalgic game about what mm. I see uh, yeah. with a GT4 thing, GT5, GT6. So it's um, going to be a good game, I, I think, but not a perfect one, in my opinion uh we're gonna regret a lot of things but we're gonna we can be really surprised i think too and i'm really looking forward to to play on it uh um uh on march and uh yeah just uh are we not uh uh say uh my final opinion before test test of the game that's useless but uh, about what I see, yeah, there is a lot of thing I think, to to, to improve. I really hope they, 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 they will do it. But uh, yeah, GT7 looking like a, a very nice game, nostalgic game. And this is exactly what people and drivers want in priority. Uh, we can see, for example, the, the comeback of some track like Deep Forest, mm-hmm. uh, Daytona and, uh, also, uh, Apricotil, I think, and that's really, uh, yeah, that's really yeah, nice yeah. because there was some really fun, uh, track, uh, um, from the last, uh, Gran Turismo. And, uh, that is, uh, actually a good point that they decide to, to make, uh, to, to, to include the the track, uh, again. And, uh, yeah. But for me, yeah, it's really focused on the online mode, actually. I'm really looking forward to have a better online mode than uh, GT Sport, uh, actually.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Well, that was a, a great answer. And uh, now here is a great question by Gary Gilmore. Um, it is, what would be the best three-player team of GT Sport YouTubers? And I'll put that to you, Kiris. You can start us off
5: oh firstly i that's it so i I agree basically 100 percent with all of your points i think part of the issue is that because gt5 and gt6 are not backwards compatible on ps4 there's no easy way for people to play those broader gt nostalgic experiences so they're having to build it into gt7 and the very first videos i made on gt 7 there's hundreds of thousands of people that watched them were about having bigger grids and having endurance races because ultimately gran turismo just probably won't be able to compete on the pure simulation side compared to PC simulations. because They don't have the same kind of architecture. So yeah, we'll see how it is. Um, I don't know if something's going to come out of the bag. I know probably Mikhail and Valeri might be consulting these kind of things, but there's a lot of people that want single player stuff, but there's a hell of a lot of people that want that multiplayer experience as well. So we'll see how it's Instead of the top three YouTubers. I think it's very impressive when people are able to both race at the highest level, and also engage with chat and also kind of, you know, have a portion of their brain that they're engaging with chat and chatting away and stuff like that. I know that Mikhail, you you stream sometimes. Um, so I'd have to put Mikhail in there, probably number one. I think also, I think Tijney is someone that is very, he, he's incredible in the way that he translates what he's doing to the viewers. So I'd definitely put Tijney in there. I know that he's doing a bit more ACC now, um, but he races right at the top level and he's someone that races part-time. And I think controversially, maybe controversially, I think I'd put Key25 in there because he also races pretty much at the top level and he's streaming. So he's also reading the chat. He's thinking about how to do the chat. He's also dealing with a lot of stuff in chat. So that would be my dream team, Mikhail, Titcheny, and Key25. And, Key and uh, I don't think there's, a, don't think there's a, a YouTuber team that could beat that, to be honest. If anyone thinks so, let me know. But Invincible.
0: Mike, Mike you put your finger up there.
6: Yeah, I was watching. Uh, if I could take it to ACC for a second, um, I was watching Dalkin's stream a couple of weeks ago, and he actually mentioned that if him, Fatal Vasca, and Key put a team together, that would be the ultimate league racing team on ACC because all three of them are quite angry, so it could be like a rage incorporated sim racing team. So, I, I reckon. With regards to ACC, that would be good. But yeah, GT, I, I'd be inclined to um, agree with Kirov, actually. I think that would be very interesting. Although I did think the uh, the double streams that uh, Kirov did with Rory were actually really entertaining, actually. And you should, I think you should do a few more of them, if you can. Mated. Yeah. But yeah, Key, Dalkin, Fatal Vasca, ACC, Rage Incorporated, let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need to get them on the show and
5: then we can ask them again, get them to come online. Not... <laughs> on that point, there's, there's a, a few people that, you know, are, are in my community that are really fast. Some of the guys here might have heard. I'd be interested if, you, if you're on the radar, people like Jack balding I've seen the chat. Um, Oscar Hunter is now with Distinct. Um, Nathan Maximum, who I, r- I race in real life and karting. NM1M, who's with sports Esports. Um, these guys, are. I i were pretty like the up and coming kind of group and I don't know if they're on your radar if you see these people some of them a lot of them are still at school so they're kind of racing around school some of them you know Nathan's younger than me are these guys on your radar do you do you kind of are you aware of, of them getting faster seeing them on the leaderboards racing them more and more because they seem like a kind of up and coming generation I'm interested to know if they're on if, if you you kind of you know you're aware of them
0: do you want to do
2: uh, that I to kill and Valeo? Oh. Uh, I think, um, what is it, on the last couple of months or even the last year, we have seen so many new players enter the scene of being, what is it, uh, being at the top level of GT Sport. Um, but in my opinion, like, if you're fast in a time trial event, it doesn't really mean that you're also fast. Well, let's say, okay, I don't want to... S- Put it wrongly here but being good enough for top split you know because in my opinion there are mm-hmm. like so many players who can be f- pretty fast over one lap because you can always restart the lap if what is it your lap didn't went well but for let's say if you are having a race and you really need to show your skills when it really matters you know and that's why you can basically see let's say the good players from the very good players however um it always puts a smile on my face seeing so many new players showing up out of nowhere and also basically competing at the top and it's also nice to see that actually to have so many amount of different players being up there and there are also like so many young players as well entering the scene so i'm also already looking forward to see them competing let's say for the fi championship maybe on the next game like in gt7 maybe
0: Fantastic. But um, sorry, Keith, were you going to say did you have something
5: to add to that? No, it's, it's, a, it's a very, it's a very cool answer because I think we we'll remember GT Sport for these iconic World Tour finals and you know different strategies and people all over the world. And it's a, it's like an iconic bunch of people that you've been racing together. And it's going to be, you know, I remember like when Carlos Sainz was coming into one, Max Verstappen, Leclerc, these kind of younger drivers. It's interesting to see how they blend in and the dynamic and I, I think a lot of people are going to be really looking forward to seeing kind of the more experienced drivers mixing it with these, you know, less experienced drivers. It's, it's going to be exciting. Yeah.
0: Um, and just while we're asking that, um, do you think there's anything that D Sport could do to to make it easier for for kind of newer drivers to kind of learn their trade or learn how to go quicker? Um do you think there's more things they could perhaps do in the game um to, to kind of get to kind of train the drivers to, to you know to learn their lines and to go a bit faster. I mean I know there are the kind of circuit experience and things like that. Or do you think there's anything that could be more effective at kind of guiding young drivers to be kind of to be better quality drivers? How about, I'll put that to you, Valerio.
3: Okay. Um oh, sorry, so yeah right. I'll, I'll, No, <laughs> no okay, go ahead, go ahead, go
4: ahead.
3: Uh, okay. So well what can I say? Um yeah, of course Uh, Like uh, as in Gran Turismo, like you don't have so many, let's say uh, true guys that could help you to get faster or at least, let's say fast as the top split guys. But um, what can I say is that uh, that for sure it's a fact that there are so many guys doing coaching on the game for helping the guys uh, getting faster. But let's say, in my opinion, and in the end, for how this GT Sport is pretty a basic game in the end because, um, like the physics, even like if you don't play for such a long time, which it might be the case, for example, of Mikhail or some other guys, um, you know, uh, it's like in the end you are still there, and because it's all about the uh, your driving style, uh, even though you have to memorize, for example, the um the racing lines the braking points and the cars behavior let's say which might take you some minutes in the end but uh let's say it's a it's a type of game that only allows you to have one driving style which is which is like a smooth driving style and it's not like for example in many other simulators for example like a racing or also, Assetto Corsa, for example, Assetto Corsa is a game where you have to be very aggressive on the inputs. Uh, also, R Factor, uh, especially, and you have many, like many more ways to express your driving style while uh, while racing. And you know, for me, in the end, even considering that GT Sport is like um, accessible through the pad, uh, you can be also competitive with the pad, which. It was my case when I started doing the FIA back in, uh, uh, what was it, in 2019, like in the first uh, months of 2019. But yeah, I started with a pad and I was still, let's say, I wasn't the fastest driver, of course, but uh, I was pretty much there, let's say. I was seeing the potential. So... Uh, it didn't took so much to learn, let's say. It's just about the dedication, of course, but um, I think that if it happened on some other simulator uh, of, like the one I mentioned before probably could take you a little bit longer because it's, mu- it's much more of a, let's say, of a complex game instead of GT Sport in this case.
0: Mm. Now to you, Mikhail, as you were eagerly eagerly with your hand up fractions behind valerio beforehand what would you be what would you like Uh, to add uh
2: in my opinion Valerio already said pretty much everything here (laughs) um yeah like the beauty of gt sport is actually how easy the physics are like um as Valerio mentioned earlier like you can be away from this game for months pretty much and then coming back into the game and still being fast in it. Of course, you still need to drive a little bit to get used to the game, but you can be up there once again. But um, for, let's say, new players, in order to learn more, um, it's always the best to drive uh, alongside fast players in a public lobby or so, because there you can also, like, watch and spectate the other drivers um, driving on track, so that you can also see, like, their driving lines, their breaking point, um... At which gear they'll basically take in each corner there. And then once you analyze that, you can pretty much try to um, put it onto yourself. Like, of course, you still need to try and practice it. But once you did that and also feel comfortable with it in the end, then it's only like you need to drive and then also do these races. And um, you also need to be motivated because let's say if don't go well on your right away. Then there may be some people who who will feel um, pretty much, what is it, like about to lose their motivation in the end? Like, uh, I can't become a fast player. And that's pretty much um, a trap in the end. Like, you still need to try and be motivated in the end, being patient. And yeah, and it's really the key to drive alongside fast players. And then only if you do that, you can become a better driver, in my opinion. Because there were also like lots of things which I learned from other drivers and only because of me watching them driving on track. And that's basically who the driver I am today. So um, that's what I think the young drivers could also do, like also try to communicate with each other. And I think the community of GT is also like pretty beautiful there in the end. I think there are also like other communities out there as well, like iRacing, Assetto Corsa, who are also like pretty um, respectful and friendly to each other. And I think it's also like the beauty of sim racing in general, like where we are also like still trying to help each other out, and yeah, that's what I like to see. Yeah, oh, fantastic! No, that's really
0: good. Now, here's a question that I'm sure will stir the controversy up. A, bit. a question from a political mind: What is worse, the famous GT Sport penalties or Michael Massey?
6: Michael Massey. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> easy uh, now you all have to answer one or the other you know I agree,
3: Michael Massey
4: yeah, Michael Massey
3: it's called Uh, motor racing guys
4: (laughs) (laughs) Michael Massey is the Vince McMahon of uh, (laughs) Formula 1 he's uh, the creative the creative director not the racing director Mm. yeah
0: so 100%. this is quite a good question to ask because obviously a lot of you guys are Formula 1 fans and have been watching Formula 1 for a long time. Um, and it, now it goes so much alongside sim racing. But I mean, even even being fair, you know, the, the results is the result, whether we might not like it, to be fair. Um, some of us, I know, won't like it. Some of us maybe won't to be too, too um, kind of uh, bothered by it. But do you genuinely, what do you think? Um, and I'll, I'll put that to all of you. Um, were you? Do you think that decision? Do you think Michael Massey taking the kind of race into his own hands on a few occasions? You know, not just in 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 Abu Dhabi, but also Saudi Arabia previously. Do you think eventually that was going to cause a problem, or do you? Or do you think that was just the way the race should have turned out? So were you disappointed, frustrated, or did it not bother you when you watched it on F one? Who would like to go Start.
3: first? <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna start. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's say um, yeah, it was a heartbreaking finish in the end. So that's what let's say that's what probably uh, it worked out. But for me, I've I have like mixed feelings because you know, um, like some drivers like Lewis or like many other drivers. As well as uh, Latifi, you know, um, mm-hmm. as he got some complaints and also di- like uh, like brutal messages on the social media and of of course on the social media is where everything explodes um, after these facts. And you know, I think in the end um, it could have like it could have ended differently. Um, I think following the rules, first of all, because um, many of the, like, of the latest decisions in the last races were only in exclusive, sorry, exclusively (laughs) uh, in function of the show and, you know, of creating the big drama. and, (coughs) And I think that it's only happened lately because... For example, in the first if you watch the first half of the decision, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Just as they saw that there was the opportunity to bring both Lewis and Max on like tight points before the last race, I think many of the decisions were made just for the show. And that's why for example I still admire how uh, Max and Lewis after all these facts are still like respecting each other. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the mixed feelings that now, for example, um, happen that uh, Lewis he's taking his silence. And then also the drivers, like, don't really uh, agree, like, to share this, uh, let's say, this end of the championship. As many guys probably mm. thought, okay, it's better to, like, end with a fight on track or let's say without having the FIA to always decide for you and yeah let's say we can also see for example the decision about uh letting the guys uh only the guys in front of Verstappen pass the leader car which was Lewis in this in that case to just you know uh give the final lap between Max and Lewis which which is of course what all the people wanted But in the end, it's not like... I feel it it was like a change to the rules, like, Mm -hmm. on the moment. And so, yeah, it's not like... I feel like it's not so regular what they did in Mm -hmm. deciding the, like, uh, the, let's say, the final, the end of the race. But... uh, yeah, I hope that just, uh, for example, in the future, this is not uh, a sign for the future, for the future races, because mm-hmm. I think as many people would uh, think is to change the direction, first of all, yeah. and to see more action on the track instead of uh, you know stewarding actions. And yeah. that's what I also hope to see in the next years. Excellent. And who would like to add to that? anyone else like yeah that?
1: for me uh uh-huh. for me the fi this year was uh, an absolutely joke absolutely uh we had the greatest uh, f1 season that we okay. ever had and uh, we have to thank the drivers for that uh but for me uh the FIA was uh uh simply a joke mm-hmm. this year by the decision and I feel like that the last lap on Abu Dhabi uh, was making just for the show, uh, mm-hmm. and not uh, have. A, uh, but for me, if I didn't take a right decision at the end, uh, you know, I, I support a lot, uh, a lot Max. I'm a pro Max Verstappen. I, I love his driver, but I feel really sad uh, uh, for Lewis too, because Lewis uh, was uh, leading uh, all the time the race. Obviously, a crash happened. So, uh, about Latifi, it's uh, rusting, A crash can happen at any time. Uh, but yeah, I personally, when you, you 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 take a decision, so I speak about uh, the FI, you have to respect the this decision and not uh, change uh, uh, one minute later uh, uh, your decision. Rules are rules, and you have to respect that. And FIA didn't respect their proper rules uh, on this day. And uh, this is why uh, I feel uh, very sad for Lewis, because in my opinion, he deserved more to win uh, the race by what mm-hmm. uh, he showed during all the race. But at the same time, we cannot say that Marx don't deserve to, to to be champion, in my opinion, because he was dominate the first uh, half of the season mm-hmm. uh, just by some crazy race uh, from him. And the second one was of course, for, from Lewis. He did an amazing comeback. And Lewis and Lewis, Lewis is Lewis. So I was not surprised that to, to, to see him making a, a fantastic comeback uh, uh, like this. But uh, yeah, at the end, um, uh, I don't know how Phil Ryan Lewis about uh, losing the championship, but I feel like he will come back much stronger next year because on Abu Dhabi, he did uh, absolutely um, everything. He done everything. He gave everything. He did absolutely ra- right on the, during the whole race. He was uh, leading and he would win the race, obviously, if uh, that if he crash uh, uh, would not happen, obviously. obviously but... Uh, Sometimes you know in motor in, uh, in butter racing you, you need luck, and uh, the luck was more for Max on this day, and this is why he, 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 he win the race and also the championship because the luck was on his side and loss, not on Lewis side. Uh, um, I support Max, but I'm very uh, I will be very happy to, to see uh, uh, a very good comeback and uh, and a stronger uh, Lewis next year.
0: Excellent. Um, to to Mike Rogers, I know you're 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 a big you're a big F one fan. Um, what would you say to that as well?
6: You really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> don't I don't want to. We're not monetised, so it's
0: all
6: right. <laughs> I won't swear, but um, I thought it was the most disappointing end to one of the best F one seasons I've seen in a long time. Mm. Um i think they could have handled it a lot better um i'm not i'm a neutral in f1 it didn't bother me if max would have won it i'd have been fine about it if lewis would have won it yeah. i'd have felt exactly the same it wouldn't have made any difference to me um but the way they handled it at the end i would have rather they would have stopped the race and started so they both had the chance to be on the same tire at the end and yeah. have yeah. a couple of laps at the end rather than what they did um mm-hmm. it left a really bitter taste in my mouth Um it it I came away thinking that I, I didn't want to watch F1 next year. You know, I just thought if it's going to go down the route of WWF, I don't want to see it or WWE or whatever. It's called. Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested because I, I like it to be organic, you know, and it was an amazing season. Like I said, both drivers deserve to win it. But to manufacture a last lap shootout in that fashion, I thought was awful. And, and I mean, I didn't want Mercedes to overturn the decision. I didn't yeah. want it to happen off the track at the end, you know, a couple of weeks yeah. after the, the fact, you know. But I thought they had a good case at one point. I thought, wow, this this might get overturned. But And I also thought to myself, if I was Max Verstappen, although I'd be happy to win the championship, but would I really be 100% deep down happy with winning in that fashion? Maybe would people like to win at all costs? I don't know. But I, it marred it for me, to be honest. Yeah. It marred it, and yeah um, I'm not surprised Lewis has gone missing I'm not surprised he didn't turn up to the FIA award ceremony you know um, I don't blame him um, if I was him I'd have been extremely pissed off as well you know so hopefully he'll, uh, hopefully he'll return next year and he won't pack it in um, I think he's got a couple of years left in him so let's hope he can come back and win his eighth title and surpass Schumacher and Put it all behind him, but um, yeah, a joke.
0: Yeah, and to you, Kira, and then I'll come to you then, either boy as well.
5: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I completely agree with Larry and Baptiste that you know, I think it's fairly obvious that at the beginning of the season there was some kind of mandate for the FIA to kind of intervene at points to make the season very exciting. I don't think they're necessarily being biased, but they've all seemed to kind of favour who's behind them championships, kind of level it. And um, it's maybe no surprise with Liberty and Netflix deal and, you know, it, Formula One is going to become more popular because it's because it makes front pages where the back pages. Um, Although what what I would say as kind of a level's advocate, we're all, we're all racing. For it. By the way, the biggest thing I think is issued about this is the way that the rules have been pushed. And I'm sure that when I go casting next season, a few of my casting teammates in the chat, I'm going to get squeezed off at corners because people are going to say, well, Max Verstappen did that into Lagos and it was fine. Because we'll, there's, there's no this, we look up to f to F1 as kind of the pinnacle of the motorsport pyramid. And they're getting away an F1; it's going to filter down. But anyway, just what was getting confused? If Latifi had crashed a lap earlier, this would all be irrelevant because that's just hard yeah. luck. I think that Baptiste was saying. I think there's a lot yeah. of very casual people that think, "Oh, this is so unfair!" The safety car and on the last lap, and that's intrinsically unfair. But safety cars are unfair; they eradicate. Mm-hmm. If you had a, they eradicate your gap, so. I'm kind of at, I'm actually kind of at peace with it because I feel like if Lafifia crashed a lap earlier, it'd be the same result. I think Michael Massey should have just let all the cars go through. I think that would have solved it. But I think it's it's pretty obvious now that F1 is going to be about growing it commercially. I just don't know, how do they, how do they sustain it? We all remember as F1 fans, you have seasons that are really boring. You have yeah. periods that are really boring. Some of Lewis Hamilton's seasons, some of Michael Schumacher's seasons. Are they now going to try and manufacture entertainment every season? How do they how does all these people that are coming to watch it now because of the drama and TikTok and everything, how are they going to keep them in next season if there's a car that's really dominant because the all changes, I don't know. The kind of F1 is changing, that's part and parcel of it. And it is it is, I think, as Mike was saying, it's now got a bit close on the WWE spectrum, but it's entertaining, so I don't know. Maybe this is where sim racing comes in, because sim racing you have coded sets of rules. You can't have an fia to intervene and stuff like that apart from the world so you have stewards but you know for us in, in the fia and gt sport you know the rules are coded so sim racing it seems fairer than f1 which is a, a bit weird but there we are
0: i suppose if you never know if, if uh if has does well next year with the real changes you might have mazapan causing all sorts of issues because he's already done that when he's been at bat marker, hasn't he? He's been getting in the way. And call of he's
5: on, on and off the track, doesn't he? Thanks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that can be quite fun to add a bit of excitement to the whole thing. And finally to you, Derek, what what would your what was your take?
4: I mean, Mike, Mike basically said exactly um, how I feel about the whole thing. I mean, I couldn't, I mean, it was literally word for word what I was thinking. Um, it just felt like a Netflix decision. Yeah, which I, yeah. I couldn't actually believe what I, would, I mean it was it was it was one of those moments in sport where would you you stop what you're doing you know sometimes F1's on in the background and you're you're on your phone you're just kind of doing other stuff yeah. that's what F1's like I play golf and I watch a lot of golf golfs like that it's on in the background and then you hear the commentator's voice raise and you rewind back and find what you missed so this was one of those moments where it happened and then the commentary team they they started to alert you to what was about to unfold. And you pause. You know, you you shout on your wife, who couldn't care less about Formula (laughs) 1, and tell her to come into the room, so you can start explaining to her what's about to happen here. And she's just looking at you like, what? You've you've never spoken about Formula 1 in your life, and you're like trying to give her a a complete rundown (laughs) of the season so far in 60 seconds, so that she can understand when this safety car goes off, what we're about to witness is going to be history one way or the other, yeah, good or bad. Yeah, and that yeah. was the way it felt. Now, I was gutted for Lewis, and like Mike, I didn't really care who won, but I was really gutted mm-hmm. for him. But what I would say is that if we were some racing, if Baptiste, Valerio, or Mikel were in the World Tour Finals and a similar situation happened there, and as Keith just said, it's coded, so it can't, but if a similar situation happened and the stewards had the ability they say, right, this can happen. And Mikel's leading and Valerio jumps in and gets a fresh set of softs on and there's nothing Mikel can do about it and they're about to go to the last lap. How would you feel if you won or lost that? Would you feel like you really won? And if you lost it, how, you know, you would just be so doubly gutted that it would... I just think that if you put yourself in one of those driver's positions, it's just, there's a there's a sense of injustice Mm-hmm. Or a sense of maybe unfulfilled a one but did I win, you know, that that one of those moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, would you like Valerio to answer that question? Yeah. You- Why not?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean I can just uh agree with what you're saying because um as I said like uh, if we had to end the race, I would like to end the race on the track with ourselves yeah. battling. And for myself, battling especially is especially something that charges me on a lot. I always try to search for a fight and, you know, to try and let's say discover ourselves uh, while driving. And yeah, having obviously someone to decide for you, for your race, mm-hmm. and at the end, at the last lap, and you know yeah i just i just agree with, with what you're saying because obviously nobody wants wants someone like to control your race uh, especially in a grand final occasion uh it will happen the same if we you know if we had this kind of uh, stewarding in our races uh let's say hopefully to like that doesn't happen but uh if it really happens i mean uh for sure i will feel like Lewis or like many other guys that obviously does wouldn't want to end a race like that so for sure yeah
4: yeah
3: yeah fantastic
4: now
0: we did get a question earlier on um, and uh, but as we were talking about formula one um, i wasn't quite able to bring it up but uh, it was about gt7 um, and as of, you, of, of uh, many of you here um, are, have got a bit of influence on GT7 or maybe know a little bit more about GT7 than we do, um, I thought it was, it was quite an appropriate one. Um, and as uh, the question was from R.A. Shadow, uh, and it says here, with all we know about GT7, what would be your number one update request that we don't know about? Kirith, I'll, I'll put
5: that to you first. I think it's gotta be I'm gonna bundle it in, but bigger grids and driver swaps. If if it's bigger, bigger grids and driver swaps, that absolutely does it for me. It's gonna be the GOAT game. So that that's it. That's that's all I wanted actually. More dynamic weather which you've got big grids and driver swaps. Fantastic. And to you, Mikhail? Oof.
2: I think um the track editor. That would be quite nice to basically create your old tracks uh, like nice, we were really used nice. to, uh, like we were able to do it in Grinchersville 5 and 6 back then. That was <coughs> lots of fun for me yeah. as well. Yeah. And to you, Baptiste?
1: The night on every track.
0: So night, <laughs> uh, night races on every track. That would be yeah. quite good.
1: Yeah.
0: And to you, Valerio?
3: Uh... Probably the drift competition modes, uh, like having also, let's say, uh, apart the normal FIA races, I would also add probably like uh, drift, like the drift FIA competition or something like that, yeah. um, because I'm a huge fan of drifting. You know, my idol is keiji Tsuji in this case, and and I feel like that. In the past, also Gran Turismo had many uh, drifting modes, but probably it wasn't, let's say, it wasn't so uh, played by the, uh, by the players, of course. And yeah, I would like to see something like that. Also to see, let's say, the uh, different categories of uh, the different styles of racing. And for me, drifting would be one of it, yeah. Fantastic. Well no, that's great well we've been going for just over
0: an hour now, uh, which is amazing and I do thank you all um for 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 incredible contributions so what I'll, I'll say um in in closing um who would like to ask each other some questions that you haven't done so far that you think will be appropriate for the show or if you just want to cause a bit of fun and poke a bit of fun at each other um you know feel free to do so um who would not, like to
5: that's one serious one before we get all silly and fun, Certainly, which is, certainly. I think, something that everyone watching will be really interested in about, which is pen system. So what do people think about how the penalty system should be in GT7? Because At the moment, it's virtually off, which I think is really good for top split when people are behaving themselves. But yeah. it's very chaotic for lower splits. So I'm really interested to know what, what people think about what the penalty system should be in GT7.
1: Thanks. Um, <laughs> what well, during the FI competition in uh, general, we we have uh, the steward uh, uh, FI steward, so uh, we don't have the penalty from the game, which is good, and also not good sometimes because you cannot be agree every time with uh, the the steward. But um, for me, I feel like, especially in top split, uh, for example, uh, I would like to have. Uh, Twenty clean drivers every time. Uh, That cannot happen every time, obviously, because it's racing and racing. Even in sim racing, we got some contacts, some crash. That's racing and that's all. But uh, for me, uh, it's not too hard to try to not touch someone or to to try to not uh, uh, destroy destroy someone on the track. But uh, I feel like if if you are if you trust. uh, um enough uh, drivers uh penalty system will be not uh, uh be important uh, in the game the problem is uh we have to don't think only about the top split but about the oversplit split too and on the oversplit split there is sometimes uh, uh, yeah some dirty players and uh, some uh, players who are driving very aggressive and i feel like yeah the penalty system uh uh, need to stay because um, uh, that the, uh, about that uh, you will uh, uh, lose some s air and dr air uh, if you do something bad and this player will be dirty and very aggressive we will never race again the uh, the the drivers who uh, uh, who was here and uh, in my opinion it's like on it's like uh, every like on uh, every sim racing game. We need a penalty system, but a very good one, not the same as GT Sport, who was updated every month, and uh, that uh, never worked. We was always complain uh, about that. So, uh, if I want to 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 uh, to do a penalty system on gt seven two we need uh, this time uh, uh, not a perfect one, but a very good hmm. one. And uh, uh, I don't know uh, how it's hard to do it, obviously, but um, I feel like, for an example, when I race again, Mikel or Valerio uh, or someone else that I trust, uh, I know that in general, the batter we'll do, uh, that we will do going to finish in general pretty well because we respect our space each other. Uh, we respect uh, our different strategy, and um, I w- we definitely not try to 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 to, to destroy, for example, Mika, uh, uh, just for save my play, or something like that. Because I respect the drivers. So for me, uh, if that stay like this, I don't need a penalty system, because I trust Mika. But what he's gonna try on me, and it's the same for Mika in return. And uh, for example, so. But, um, but do
6: general...
0: I trust you? <laughs> 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 that's the brotherhood, guys. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but
1: there is a lot, uh, there is some, uh, uh, a lot of players on gt a lot of split different split and uh, i feel like that yes we need a penalty system on gt7 but this time a very good one and polyphony has speak about that i believe that they will do a penalty system uh, a better penalty system for gt7 so i want to see that mm-hmm. and uh hopefully it's gonna be good for everyone everyone will not like it of course but i feel like that's gonna be uh, Better for GT Sport because I feel uh, like that Polyphony uh, learn about that, and they I think Polyphony start to be tired uh, to do an update every month about the penalty system. So um, yeah, I, I'm pretty uh, confident about uh, what they they're go, they're gonna do for GT Seven. How about that?
0: Fantastic. Now I know Mike, you had your hand up as well there, um, so we'll we'll uh,
6: we'll. No, give... I think everything was covered. I don't think I've got anything else to add. The only thing I would take away from the penalty system on GT7, and I know I don't play Gran Turismo Sport, so my opinion doesn't really count as much as you guys, but um, I would take away the stupid gates. You know, when you get a penalty and you go through the gates and it slows you down and you ghost, I would take that away from the penalty system if you could, make it a little less arcadey. That's the one thing. I mean, obviously, they never quite got the penalty system right, um, uh, but yeah, just take that stupid arcadey slow down thing out. I, I've never, I never liked that. I, and, and, you know, it's, instead of giving you a, a, a 0.5 second or a second penalty for, for track limits, just get like three strikes and you get a drive through like you're doing ACC. I think it's much fairer, you know, and I don't think you suffer any more for it, but yeah, never like never like the penalty gates when you got you got slowed down. I just found it a yeah. bit a bit too arcadey. But yeah, yeah. It's
4: me. Uh, and how about you, Derek? Yeah, I mean that's fun. Interesting that Mike says that because um, before I played GT Sport, I watched a lot of playing GT people playing GT Sport. Um, so I, I, I kind of watched them playing when it was the the penalty system. Was just that you had to kind of slow down yourself over the course of the race, mm-hmm. which I always found slightly bizarre watching people driving full speed up to the line and then braking and getting rid of yeah. a penalty and then crawling <laughs> over a line. You know, it was just weird. So when the penalty gate came in, I kind of understood. I thought, well, at least it forces people into serving a penalty. Um, they've got no kind of way around about that. But yeah, I think. Um, I, I think it's you've just got to watch because GT Sport is so playable and it brings so many people in that, you know, the penalty system can be something that can turn people on or off. Um, if it's too complex, people won't like it. If it's too... If it's non-existent, people don't like it. It's a very, very difficult... I don't know if they'll ever get it right. That's my fear. Because how long has GT Sport been out for four, nearly five years? Um... And it's been changed. It's been on off all these different variations of it, uh, sensitive, not sensitive. But they, it's just so many variations. And I think to myself, well, if these get if these guys are developing the game, if their job is to try and create a system that works. And after this length of time, they don't really have one. I don't know if GT Seven's going to have some sort of magic bullet that fixes that problem. I fear, I fear that we're just going to have this more of the same. Um so I'm I'm kinda I, I'm okay with that. I've kind of resigned myself to that. I'm not expecting GD seven to be much better penalty system-wise. Um I've kind of I've I've made my peace with that prospect.
0: Excellent. Oh well, oh, that's good excellent answers to a very important question and great question, Keith, um, as to the penalty system because that was a huge debate on gd sport really this whole year, is not it? It's been a massive query that people have had. Uh, and some people have left the game um, because they didn't like it and, and have gone to other games. Others have persisted with it, but hopefully we'll see it improve um, with GT7 next year. Now I've got a question from ERM Nick, he says, if this is for Michael, is says, how many cookies did you eat today? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> classic certified. Zero.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got some baking there, Mike. <laughs> Enjoyed, Mike. Buffing. But that's from my side. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: this was a question you prepared. I didn't have a cookie today, so
0: maybe tomorrow <laughs> been, I will have one. You've been healthy. My goodness <laughs> me, hey? that's uh, a no. That was a baguette. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Now, is there any other questions that you would like to ask each other before we before we close the show? Anything you'd like to say to each other for the end of the year and in closing, um, and uh, or to annoy? You? Any other games on the show.
4: Can I, can I just say with the back to the question about the the YouTuber team? Um it's quite it's quite it's one of these things. You could go for a fast YouTuber team or a chaotic YouTuber team. I would always opt for chaos. <laughs> oh uh, Ke- yes. Ke- yeah, Keira- I the perfect
3: team. <laughs> Kira
4: Ke- well, would be heading a, a team of chaos because something about Kira's driving style and he's, the way he he races and talks and interacts at the same time is effortless and sometimes chaos. you're watching wa- yeah sometimes you're watching him accidentally barrel through a bunch of cars at monza or somewhere like that but he does it with grace and explaining it as he does it to people you know and <laughs> he, you know give you his thoughts on how he's just killed three people accidentally but you know it does it in a way that you think you know Tina. I think I, th- I think you're right. I, don't, I think you were, you, were, you were okay to do what you did there. You know, all of a sudden, he's just, it's like, I don't know, it's like he hypnotised you. It? But I would have him, Rory, because Rory, um, he, is, he, he can go from one extreme to the other in a stream. I mean, he can go from the high of winning a race to the absolute despair of finishing last in consecutive races. And that draws me in, because like, you never know what you're going to get. And probably... Um, Key because he's got a rage in him. It's always there. He, <laughs> he, he suppresses it a lot, and he's doing really well to suppress it as much as he does these days. But it's still it's there. Far, there. Far too yeah, happy, please, yeah. I, I preferred old key when he was angry. <laughs> 19 key, man. Yeah, yeah. This new improved version's not for. I mean, I love. I, I he's not anyone, is he?
6: You
4: know? I know he's not. He's not. It's, it's it's a thinly veiled mask, Mike We know it is. But yeah, that, that would be my team of chaos. I, I don't know if Keith would be happy to head that team up. but i will be, be more than
5: happy. i will be the rolling roadblock. Basically, you have elegant driving from Mikel, Valerio, Baptiste, and I'll just completely disrupt it. That's what I'd be there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
0: within,
5: within the new FIA regulations, obviously. What's allowed now? So. Of course.
0: Ah, fantastic. Uh, would anyone else like to ask anything to one of the fantastic guests here on the show? Oh, it's going
5: it's going so can I ask Valeria Mikhail what, what is it like when you win the world tour? What because you work so hard for it, what that exact moment and Mikel, your reaction, you know, when you when you won is like is really iconic but what what's it do, is it just a release? Do you think about all the hard work? What's it what's it like to win? Because I'll never know. So
3: <laughs> well um, I discovered that I can become a super saiyan after winning.
2: <laughs> exactly, man. I <laughs> uh, but for me, um, how was it? I uh, yeah, like when we do the semi-final race before the grand finals and if I win the semifinal race or so, I never act like, oh whoa, I won the race because I'm still like, okay, you just did the first step but you still have to do the Grand Finals in order to win, let's say, the whole championship, or let's say, the World event. And during the Grand Final, anything can happen So, So I still want to try to stay as focused as I can. Um, but during the World Finals in 2019, of course, um, one of my biggest goals was to win the Nations Cup um, World Finals. And once I crossed the line, I was like, ah, finally I managed to do it. And I just wanted to, yeah, release all of my emotions and also enter the Super Saiyan mode. <laughs> but uh...
3: Fusion! Uh, uh...
2: <laughs> yes, Fusion! <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know, I just let all of my emotions out. Yeah, And I think that was the result of it.
0: I don't know if, it, if
2: well, you guys Oh,
3: sorry. Can Ah, okay. No, sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, you know, it's one of those moments that you won't ever forget. And uh, considering I was just um let's say, I was just a random player in Gran Turismo. And uh, of course, yeah, let's say I had some, um, let's say, a behind the scenes of... Uh, this uh, rise to become the world champion but you know I was still doing races uh, like friendly with the friends and but yeah, I was still you know uh, as for much uh, aggressive I was, but let's say um, I wasn't really caring of my driving style and that let's say started uh, of course at the release of GT sport. Um, I didn't know anything about the FIA, and uh, once, like, once I discovered about it, I said, "Okay, maybe I have a possibility to do it." Um, but yeah, of course, the road was long, uh, but I wanted to make it because, uh, so, like, I also got fashioned by some of the drivers and out there, and. You know um after after all these efforts and after putting everything uh all together and also the motivation that uh was racing and racing uh, race like a like race after race um you know for me for me it's such a satisfaction it's uh it's a big it was a big emotion as well uh, as you also saw in the in the streaming but um, i also like the fact that for example the like the world championship ended in the way i wanted so let's say with uh some battles on the track which for me made the win even more spectacular and so it's not all about the winning the world championship in this case for me but it's also about you know uh really uh proving that in this time i really consistently uh worked on myself and uh comparing with the other drivers uh especially and yeah that's why i also want to dedicate the us say this win to all the guys out there the community and you guys as well, me and Baptiste, and because in the end, I had such a strength in myself that, uh, like, I didn't e- even expect to have in this in this case and and like winning the World Championship and as well, the Olympic virtual series in the same year. For me, it's just mind blowing, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Fantastic.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm sure when the, the live events return, now we're going to be watching and anticipating um, what your celebrations will be like when you get up onto the podium. And I don't know if you guys ever saw, there was a magnificent video, um, way back in, I think it was 19, was it 93, I think it was, when Ayrton Senna won in Brazil and, uh, and he struggled to get out of the car. Um, of course, he'd only won in Brazil once before as he was able to do it in his McLaren Ford um, and he could barely get out of the car. I think he had cramps and all sorts of things. But when he struggled and he got out um, and he got onto the podium and you could see the tears coming down his eyes and he, and he could barely hold the trophy. And when he got up onto the top step of the podium and he made that last push to put the trophy up into the air. Um, and uh, it was something, of course, and Hugo was the person who gave him the trophy. But man, Juan Alfangio. Um, was the champ who gave him the trophy, so you can imagine what that experience must be like. Um, did you ever have a kind of dream as to how you would celebrate it on a podium if you won a big event, um, as to what you would do or what it would be like?
3: Um, yeah, of course. Like, um, Let's say, uh, I wanted to celebrate in real life, in a real world tour. So, mm-hmm. let's say, um, being at home, let's say, he didn't really like uh the the emotions didn't really explode as you would uh yeah. as they were supposed to be. So yeah, yeah and but yeah I will first of all celebrate with all the guys because for me like company comes in the first place in these cases the company, the mm-hmm. friendships and yeah. the people behind these races and yeah I really hope to see also the war tours coming back again very soon. Uh I still keep their fingers crossed because, um, like I see that the time, like the moment is getting closer, but at the same time it can get like, uh, even far more far away. So obviously it all depends by the situations we're living in, but we have to accept it and, but yeah, in the end, uh, I would really like to celebrate with all the people, uh, the people I met and the people I know and For me it's just friendship in the first place
0: fantastic now we've got a great question which we can um finish off on from j1n g3r it's to susu how much do you hate the chicane of death (laughs) (laughs) i gather this must be critically important
1: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, some people already asked me uh uh, uh, if it was a A mistake from pressure or just a mistake uh, like the chicane just destroy me. Uh, I will be honest, it was pressure. I take a, a, a wrong line when I take the chicane and I hit the wall just by myself. And I know at this moment that I, uh, I was just losing the race because my soft tyre was uh, completely done. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I was a player who did... Uh, uh, the, the, the most number of laps with, with the soft tire so uh, but uh, yeah it it, it carried the chicken of that not for nothing I mean especially with this car with this car and we uh, with this doP it was really hard really really hard to be consistent on the chicken of that we was all the time scared to take it and it was almost impossible to take it perfectly at every lap because it's was taking too much uh, risk at the same time, and um, this is exactly the place that you have to secure, because if you crash, you crash. It's uh, it's done, and your race is over. Uh, I I don't think a chicane like this will be created one day in real life. It's too dangerous. <laughs> to <be honest>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was my mistake, my pressure. Uh, but I still didn't know that at uh, this time I will have podium. So the third place overall, if I uh, win the race. But at the end, uh, uh, I don't care. I mean, I really enjoyed this race. It was a a fun one. And I feel like for the other drivers, it was a fun race too, because I didn't see any drama on the race. It was really respectful between everyone. Some um, Just something happened to uh, a Japanese driver Kawakami. But between the drivers, nothing bad happened. And this is exactly what we want on GT Sport. Very fair play uh, uh, between uh, all of us. Uh, today, by the World event, we uh, uh, we already meet uh, everyone. So we have a, a good relation between everyone. Uh, so much respect. And this is uh, uh, what I said just before about uh, the, the, the penalty system. If you trust your guy, uh, your rival on the track, you don't need a penalty system, like, um, uh, because one day I know, uh, and this is exactly what I did, at the first lap of the race, I remember I did a mistake. I pushed uh, on the final corner on the first lap of uh, Kokobun. And uh, I decided to just to lift and give him, him back the position, because I know if I would not do it, I will have a penalty. And I will be sad at the same moment because I want to to overtake uh, uh, in fair play. And uh, uh, I mean, uh, I was speak uh, spoke about the penalty system because I know one day, if, for example, Michael want to overtake me, he will do. But he will was too aggressive and push me off. He will wait me. He will wait me and give me back the position. And this is exactly the uh, the, the behavior that every guy has to, 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 to go to, even in sim racing. And, uh, um, but yeah, just about this chicken. Uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, never like this chicken. I would never like this chicken. And uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, everyone already crashed on this chicken. I think that's impossible to say. Uh, uh, you are a liar if you say to me that you never crash on the chicken. <laughs> that's impossible. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it happened. But that, that piece, I, I
5: think that's what makes racing so special, because everyone watching will have crashed that chicane, And you, you three are our heroes. You're aliens. But the fact that you, you, you said it was pressure and you crashed, it, it reminds us that you're still human, and it connects the whole thing. From anyone who downloads the game for the first time and crashed that chicane to you at, yeah. you at the very top. And, and the other thing that's very inspirational, you you you've spoken about fair play, and that even if the same pun system, you would wait for Macau. We're so lucky that the that you players at the top of the game set this great example, because it would it doesn't need to be like that. You could all be ruthless. You could all be win at all costs. But the fact that you set this example about fair play, it really does filter it really does feel on the system because you are heroes. You are idols. So we want to race like you. So you, I think you said two really special things there about you also had a pressed moment because we all we all suffer pressure way more than you do how uh, you, you try to race fairly i think that says so much about sim racing about g we're very lucky in duty sport i think it's a really really nice community uh, i hope it really continues gt7 yeah uh, I, I perfectly agree
1: and uh, uh, behind uh, this uh, rivalry that we we got each other uh, we are a great family uh, we call that the GT family. We we meet us, uh, 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 we meet each other a lot of time uh, uh, in the world, and uh, uh, when we race um, uh, uh, against each other, uh, it's o- always a pleasure. I mean, um, we have so much respect, and I really hope that on the other split, uh, people can uh, uh, live the same because uh, it, it's so much fun um uh, you 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 can definitely more enjoy the game when the river that you have on your side respect you your space uh also your uh, different strategy and uh this is exactly personally while i um start the ps5 and, and uh and the game uh sometimes it's just to have some great battle and not some drama uh, if i if i don't win the race it's okay but if during the race, I really enjoyed it. I will have some great battle. I will be so happy. So happy because it's exact, exactly what I uh, uh, play Grand Turismo. So I have some great battle, uh, fun, and um, some great common between us uh, at the end. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we, we, we can have a clean race every time. I know. Uh, everyone got a different driving style. Someone will be more aggressive, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, et cetera, and I respect that. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, today I feel like that we have a, a very good relationship in general. GT uh, got a crazy community that they have to keep absolutely and uh, to improve. And uh, I think they will do something very great about GT Seven. And I feel really like that the community. For GT Seven will grow up uh, because the sim racing now uh, interests more people, I believe. And um, about the the young players and the new player in top speed, they uh, a lot of pay, uh, a lot of drivers show in general uh, a great example, great fair play already, and which is good. Uh, it's not the same for everyone, but um, i already race against some new name and it was a pleasure to race against them because i didn't know them before they're already fast i wa- i had a great battle with them and um, that's th- that is exactly show you what type of uh man uh he, he will be in the future on uh, in top speed uh on, in the competition and uh yeah for me uh it, it cannot be perfect everywhere but uh, I prefer keep the best moment uh, during this last year's on sport and not uh, only the drama moment uh you will have some frustration obviously when you do some competition like the f i a you can't win uh everything you can't uh can't have a podium uh, everywhere that's a uh, I will not say impossible, but almost. And uh, uh, everyone already got some frustration uh, during the competition, uh, like Valerio, like Mikel, uh, because Mikel has waiting so many times to win his first World Tour. And uh, th- th- that's current motor racing. So, so you have to wait and see yeah, it. That's all. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, Massey will da- agree with that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, look, I realise that every time I say I'm trying to close the show, we get another great question. But it's been going on an hour, an hour and a half. and I know that many of you guys are a good hour or two ahead of us um, in terms of timing. So it must be getting pretty late um, where you guys are. But uh, a huge hand of a round of applause and appreciation um, for you guys all coming on the show tonight. It's been amazing to have all the fantastic guests um, that you've all come on and put time aside. And what an incredible range of insight we've had from you all um, tonight, which is just fantastic. And it really, all I can say is thank you so much. We wish you all the best for 2022, May it be even more successful than you've had this year. And it's just, but you're always welcome to come back on the show um, and to, to, to speak to us about what's been happening. Um, but it's been an absolute laugh and just a fantastic night um, of, of just insight as to what it's like to be a top sim racer and with our guys as well here our youtubers from all over all over the globe we've had tonight whether they be large or small i think it's been a great chance to ask questions and to everyone watching as well um, it's been amazing to have your questions and contributions uh, which has been super now i know that chupaghetti who is in the chat there as well says he's got he's even brought the cookies for michael Um, but he's going to have to somehow put them through the internet to get them to you (laughs) but uh, I know it's been absolutely fascinating um, to have you on the show and this will be recorded as a podcast as well that will come out in a few days time and I'll give give you all the links so that you can put it onto your social media but uh, it really comes down to our famous phrase now I wonder how many of you know our famous phrase on the Car 7 Race Driver Show As as a few of you have been on a few times Who would who would like to close the show with our famous phrase?
6: I think Valerio should give us an outro. He gave us an intro. I want to hear the outro. (laughs) Okay, all right,
1: we're going.
0: I'm going to record that. But uh to everyone who's watching and listening here on, you've been watching the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with our incredible night of special guests. We've had Mikhail Hazal, we've had Keirth Cart, we've had Valerio Gallo, Baptiste Beauvoir, Mike Rogers Racing and Deadeye Tailboy. It's been an honour to have you all on the show. Please stay on the line. But to everyone else who's watching, drive fast and try not to crash. And if you do, you might just win the race at the first corner. Bye, now. <laughs>